0: Welcome to What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients podcast with your hosts, Joel Miner and Andrew Quadrio. Joel and Andrew are on a mission to make you aware of all the unnecessary pain and unavoidable costs that commonly happens throughout a building or renovating process. Educate you on how to avoid these common mistakes as well as share knowledge, experience, ideas, and inspiration so you can enjoy your building experience. What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients podcast Hello and welcome back to another Ripper podcast with me and Andrew and I hope you're all enjoying this. Andrew, how are you? I'm good, mate. How are you? How's good everybody out there? Hope you're having a fantastic day. And uh, we, we got a bit off topic last week. Me and Andrew were sort of discussing a few things about owner builder and and the benefits and not so many benefits with going down that pathway. And we got on the topic while we're still on air. So we thought we'd cover this because it is quite important. It is um, an area in the building industry that a lot of people talk about, you know, and we got into the area of uh, building, mar- builders' margins. Um, so we want to unpack a little bit about that and also talk to you about why a builder costs so much and what's involved about that. So, Andrew, do you want to lay the story out? We sort of, where we got off topic the other week about this and what sort of triggered this conversation?
1: Yeah, we sort of triggered this conversation because we had chat about a Grand Designs episode, actually, that that I recalled that where a guy here on the northern beaches of Sydney uh, had built this spectacular house overlooking the beach. It was absolutely gorgeous when it was finished. But uh, in the beginning, he had uh, decided not to go with the builder. I believe he had a price for the builder originally. Um, Decided it was too much money. He said said he was going to spend, I think I quoted last week at one point, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody out there. Um, but I think it was about $1.2 million and about 12 months for him to do it. Um, and then he got a quote from a builder, uh, it was more expensive, obviously. Um, I think it might've been 1.5 or something like that. Uh, and then, uh, he decided not too expensive. So I'm going to manage it myself, Well, it cost him, uh, three years of his life. Plus two, I think it was two and a half million dollars in the total cost. Uh, plus he had a nervous breakdown during the, the um, the build and that's why it was well, one factor as to why it took so him to build um and essentially what he decided to do was to not pay the builder's margin for the builder to manage the project like yep. builder's margin is between 20 and 40 percent, depending on who it is and how big their name is and how big their overheads are
0: yeah and how much so they want to charge
1: it. it's yeah build,
0: um, not just the builder's margin but the time they factor in their overheads the project yeah money, overheads yeah, uh, easily yeah
1: and warranty insurance and all that sort of stuff like that varies from job to job and job size and it's sort of stuff. Like that. It costs you, you know, tens of thousands of dollars.
0: Yeah,
1: for um, sure. So, uh, I, I I know um, uh, one builder I know he does he does you know, like huge luxury homes, um, like sort of ten and twelve million dollar homes in, in, in on the North Shore. Of Sydney. Yeah, like just nuts. Um, and uh, his homeowners like homeowners warranty insurance in New South Wales. Is there's three levels. You spoke on I spoke about it before but off here before, but there's three levels. So there's non-structural, structural, and then multi-unit developments. So his, his stuff is structural. And it's about, depending on your brokerage size and that sort of stuff, it's about 1% of contract price. So if he's doing a $10 million home, that's a hundred grand. That's right, I think.
0: Yeah, that's hundred grand.
1: That's a hundred thousand dollars in home warranty insurance. And home and those, warranty insurance in, in New South Wales, home warranty insurance has to be taken out by the builder on your behalf as the homeowner for any project over $20,000. Yeah.
0: And in Queens, so home warranty insurance for people who don't know what they are. Um, it's a mandatory insurance up here in Queensland where any job over $3,300, uh, anything over that, you basically, so any, you've anything got to, at all, anything over that. You've got to be licensed. And you've also got to pay the insurance and all that. What that does is we don't get builders don't get nothing out of it, but it's to protect you solely as yes. the homeowner. If your builder runs off, dies, goes broke, goes missing, never comes back, doesn't finish your job. And yep. you've either paid him money or you've signed a contract with them. They think basically what their <laughs> body does is they'll walk in and go, righto, well, where are we at? Can we get a hold of the builder, etc.? They either try and tackle him with his license, but they'll pay for you. Or builder goes broke, for example, is normally the most common one. Um, they'll pay you to get the job finished, but there's legalities like I think only up to 200 grand from memory, um, yeah. is what our governing body covers. That yeah, know. I
1: think it's about 250 in, in New 250 to 350 in, in, New, in New South Wales. So um yeah. and that's the it's one of the pet pet peeves of miners that it it never I've got a <laughs> the thing is that to get eligibility, like I think Queens is the same, but in New South Wales, to get eligibility. So I, I, as a builder, have to have eligibility, have to apply for a certain amount of eligibility or amount of work I've, I want to be doing. Um, and I have to put my house and my assets and all that sort of stuff up as collateral um, for insurance that doesn't cover me for anything. That's that's my pit. like I'm I'm all for it with for 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 the homeowner to protect the homeowner, but it doesn't. why why do I put my house on the line to protect to, to, for something that doesn't protect me? Yeah, it's is my, my pet peeve with it But that's you know that's not a topic altogether. It's not a it's, rant altogether.
0: Yes, yes, and he, things like you know if you're building a million dollar house and you've only got two hundred thousand dollars worth of cover, like yeah, I get what they're it trying to do, and it's point. a great protection system, but it's. Like yeah, what's you, the point? you can't the finish grain, the job for you. what's the point and it important. takes
1: it ta- I've heard of it taking a long long time for it to come through to yes. like two and three years for it to from from when the builder like goes broke or dies or whatever whatever happened to when they actually started to get money from the insurance company to continue building was like a couple of years
0: yeah I've, I've done a little bit of work so for the
1: on, on that on that point everybody make sure you do your research on your builder and talk yes. to your builder about their eligibility and that sort of stuff. Make sure you do your research on because you don't want that to happen.
0: Yes. See how many projects they run, what sort of work they yeah, do. See the how many
1: projects they run at, at any one time. Another ask, them what their another mar- ask them what their margin is because their margin is nothing. Then they're, then they're running on the skin, they they're running the skin, of their teeth, and the, the likelihood of them going broke is quite high. Yes. Anyone, anyone. They're, they're actually, you know, the, the, the um, Master Builders Association says that anyone, any builder that runs a, mar, uh, that runs a, a margin of less than twenty percent, twenty percent of everything, right, runs a margin of less than twenty percent is a high risk of of going bankrupt. It's less than twenty percent. Twenty percent is a lot. So high risk if you do, if, if your builder is running less than twenty percent.
0: Especially when they factor like overheads as like ten percent, ten to fifteen percent overhead running costs sometimes. Yeah,
1: that's right, and that's that's the whole point because it could be like overheads can be between ten and twelve percent of 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 of, um, turnover. So if your therefore your builder's net profit is somewhere around eight percent mark, five percent mark, that's not a great deal of money if something goes sideways. No, it's not like. Something goes they stuff something up, or they get not even stuff something up. They 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 get in a in a six month project, get two months of rain. Yeah, like
0: they're still, the yeah. still got to pay the
1: boys. Still going to pay. Yeah, if you have got scaffold on site, you've got um you got hire hire high, on, on on equipment. You've still got to pay for vehicles. You're still got to pay for the office. You know, the builders still got to cover all those things, and if 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 your if your builder has a good financial management strategy for their own business, which you probably won't find out from any builder, but if they have, but Joel and I do, but if the builder has a has a good financial management strategy for their business, then they'll be able to cover that, and it won't come out of a margin. But ninety nine percent of builders won't. And that, and that can happen. Like I've been on projects before. We've had, we had a 12-month project that was quite a few years ago. We had a 12-month project and we had uh, four months of rain in 12 months. It was an incredibly wet summer. We had four months of rain in 12 months. So it delayed the project by four months. But we still had to pay. It was a commercial project, but it doesn't matter. It, still, it was still the same. We still had to pay overheads. We still had to pay for site sheets. We still had to pay for scaffold we still had to pay for for, um, for the for the people to sit there for four months. Like that's essentially what you're, doing. You, you're, you're Your bill has got to pay for someone to sit there for four months doing nothing.
0: Yeah, definitely. And we've gone a little bit off topic with this, but it's a good yeah, point, which is probably another topic for a time, but it's just, we're wanting to let you know about this because it's a dangerous position to one pick the cheapest quote, but also yeah. just making sure that the builder needs to make money. So one, you get, one, you get a good service. Two, mm. that you get your warranties, like your builder's warranty, is six and six. If you know something happens to your builder in that period, then and they're not around, well, you mm. may as well just that's say right. goodbye to your warranties out the window. Like, yeah,
1: that's right.
0: Yeah, it's it's just it, it pays to look for a reputable builder, do your research, and whether you do own a builder or not, um, I highly wouldn't recommend it from the experience I've talked to you, talked to anyone that's gone home own a builder in the past. Um, that's probably the that's probably the best way to. You know, when I'm saving, doing research for that sort of things, have a chat to yeah, someone speak who's to done people it. As have, yeah, yep, for sure. It's actually a really good way. So,
1: mm. anything else you got to add to this, Andrew? Oh, something else about is I was going to say then add to that. Um, oh, the other thing that um, uh, uh, with the back to the margin and and asking them what they on If the other thing as well is is if uh, you, t- you touched on, you know, the, the 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 company needs to make money to... Uh, future proof themselves that like a building company needs to, needs to make money to future proof them, themselves against storms down the road, for example, right? And make sure that they can honor warranties for the next seven years, however long six, 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 uh,
0: there? yeah, we're six, is six, it? yeah,
1: yeah, we're, we're seven years or yeah. two year defects, uh, seven year structural warranty, yeah. Um, so effectively seven years. Um, so the company needs to make money to ensure they last seven years, right? So if the company is running. The, the other thing is so, the, the, so that's one point the other point i was going to make is that if um if if your job is being run at 10 percent margin and then they've got another job running being run at 25 percent margin who do you think they're going to favor more whose job do you think they're going to prioritize yeah,
0: the 25 percent margin
1: because they're like, making more money.
0: And they've got a level of expectation that really needs to be. Yeah. There.
1: And then this and then this person well, and subconsciously as well, the builder's gonna think, I'm making more money here. I need to go and give this person more attention. When well, it should be the same no matter what, but so should the margins, yeah. essentially. So that's something you've got to think about as well. As the, the cheapest that and and just remember as we've touched on this before in other podcasts, but just remember there's only three ways a price can be cheaper. Right, if the, the, any builder's price can be cheaper. Is that they're using inferior quality materials, right? Which, because everybody borrow, buys the materials for exactly the same price, nobody gets them at half the price that the next guy gets. Or anything. It might, they're all within a, a pretty close ballpark. They're using inferior quality labor. So the quality of work is going to be down and you're going to get defects. If you don't get defects straight away, you're going to get them quicker than you would if you, if you use quality labor. And the third one is, is cutting margin. So if they cut their margin, they're going to prioritize somewhere. If they cut their margin to, for example, it's figurative speaking it's a 10%, and they've got a job that's, that's got margin that's got the margin of 25%, they're going to prioritize the 25% job over your 10% job, the
0: because they're making more money. In the, other the quicker context,
1: they get that done, the quicker they're going to get their 25%. So they're not going to go, oh, I don't, I don't really want to go. They're only getting, making, we're not even making just making money there. I don't want to bother about it. Whether they actually physically say that out loud or not, that's what they're going to think because that's what we do as humans. We want to go through to the shiny object more than the dull object. Yeah,
0: and it's like that triad we did the other week, um,
1: you know. Yes, yeah, 100%. You can yeah. only
0: get a little bit... Um, cheap, fast and quick. You can only have three. two, not three. Sorry, doesn't work like that. <laughs> all right, so the takeaways I got from this podcast, I don't know about you, Andrew, but one of the biggest things is margins. Um, ensuring that your builder is... And just ask them what their margin is and what they're charging. But at the same time, making sure that you feel like you're getting value for the, the appropriate margin they're charging. You know, you don't want to build a, be in charge and you're 50% and, you know, you get the service of a 5% margin. You want to make sure that it's appropriate. They have got a reputation with this side sort of things. So really, really important to make sure that you feel that you're getting value from that as well. Yeah, for sure.
1: Takeaway number two for me was the priority of the job. So subconsciously, if a builder is making 25% on one job and 10% on the other job, they're going to be going to the 25% job most of the time. And they're going to spend more, they're going to pay more attention to that person, which is not how it should be. It should be getting the same level of attention. Amount of attention might change because the job might be bigger, but should be getting the same level of attention from a builder. So they're going to prioritize the 25%
0: job over the 10% job every single time. And number three, make it so you do your research on your builder, how they manage their financials. And it's probably not a direct question to ask, but it's more or less just making sure that they're reputable enough and they have the specific market you're in. Um, That is a very good way of making sure that they're going to be around for quite a long time. Um, You know, as we get taught, it's you want a niche that's uh, an inch wide and a mile deep that makes sure that you're dealing with the right person in the right area And, you know, they specialize in that specific thing. So that was it for me, Andrew. Anything else to add to this? I'm good for
1: the moment. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys, for watching. Make sure you hit us up on our socials and that sort of stuff. If you have any questions or any comments on this, um, hit us in the comments below. um, Don't forget
0: to join uh, Instagram group. We have created, like we said last week, we have created a Facebook group for the What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients. And same with Instagram as well. So any questions, jump on there, jump in the group. Um, we're going to be starting putting some of these in there as well. So lots and of all good information.
1: I, and not your friends until they um, until they start to listen as well, please. Yes. Please.
0: See, you, see you next week. <laughs> see you next time. This brings us to the end of this week's show. I hope you all enjoyed it. I know we did. Hit the subscribe button. We're on all your favourite podcast apps.
1: And if you've got any thoughts or topics that you want us to cover, make sure you hit us up in
0: our DMs. We're on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, And this week we're brought to you by... Joel Miner from Refined Space Constructions. And I'm Andrew from Cordero Building Services. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.
1: Bye.